Oh, what's up, soccer fans? Another America's Broad Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Morton, joined by my sidekick, Cole. Uh, as we were just talking, not much going on in an international break after most of the teams have played. Uh, kind of yeah. empty till Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, a bit weird. It's um, We will obviously get to what has happened already and whatnot but it's kind of winding down you've got we were just talking about mexico's playing right now against honduras there's down they're up 1-0 but down 2-1 on aggregate about the 60th minute so mexico will so need they, a goal yeah, here if they to, lose they go into the playoff then to get into the copa america correct do you know do you know who yeah do you know who that um it's against another loser maybe i don't know maybe it's trinidad and it, there's like four teams I think, yeah. and two of the ones will qualify. So Trinidad is one of them, and yeah, I'm not sure who the other two is. I don't know either. Um, so. I think, um, yeah, I'm not sure who. I'm not sure. I it's not the U.S. To look later. So that's all we really care, to be honest. Um, sure. Well, I'm interested in what happens with Mexico. Do you want them to or not to? <laughs> I mean, it will be funny sort of a if they don't and it'll i know it'll get it'll get people off our back for a little bit yeah you know um, um before we get but, into us i do think uh probably some of the big news coming at international break have been injuries to people uh especially some of the yeah some big players are going to be out. Um, um, you're talking about us, right? Yeah, I'm not talking about us, not us. Although, oh, you're talking just in general, like in world general. soccer. World, yeah, in world soccer. I understand. I understand. I was, um, which I makes was like, you, what are you, you know, because I was like, I know McKinney got hurt, but I wouldn't say it was like no, a ton of people got hurt. Um, now, Gavi was one that I saw today that really uh, hurt yeah. me. He's out for the rest of the season, they say. Yeah. So He's out for the rest of the season. Which that one? Probably he's going to miss the Euros. Yeah, which that one that one really made me sad. He's a player I really, really enjoy. So um, I was pretty upset to get about that. But. Yeah, McKinney's got hurt, but I, I guess it really wasn't. What was it? I never heard exactly what it was. Um, some kind of knee flare up, but it it was more precaution from what yeah, I read on the back. internet. Okay, so I don't think it's too. All right. Uh, I mean, a... I also saw that. I also saw that Saka. Uh, is still um on the injury uh, bug. Neymar saw, so there's a lot of, a lot of people who, uh, I think I saw that, uh, what's his name? Um, Vinicius was hurt in one of the Brazil games, I think. Holland didn't play um, the second game, Denmark's second game, because he was hurt. Oh, really? Yeah. Whether he'll be back for Saturday's clash with Liverpool, I don't know. I've not heard anything since then. Yeah. Apparently Vinicius is out for a little while. Yeah, um, which is kind of, golly, you know, brings back yeah. the idea of, are they playing too much? Is there not enough for a break? Say they, think, yeah, the I World think it's Cup, safe to say they're playing too much. Yeah, and but uh, Gabby's was just, that was yeah, probably that was unfortunate. Not, yeah, that was just unfortunate. That's just, it's just a, you know, a classic ACL on Yep, no contact, the field no anything, and... and I really that one really upset me. I was I felt really bad for him. That one just you hate to see it. Speaking of bad injuries, I know we talk about other sports a little bit. You had to be gutted for Florida State with uh, yeah with uh what's his name Travis um, yeah Jordan Travis. That was that and that was a bad one. It was one of those ones where don't I would say don't search out the video. It was um, one of those ones where you just – it's not something you need to see. It was just – it's brutal. 
Um, yeah, they came and, back. They and they won the game handily. But, yeah, but their 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 season's done. The thing they did drop in the poll, I mean, but still, if they if they can win out, but you they, made it for him, and maybe they end up still, you know, getting the playoff or whatever. But like realistically, they don't have a chance to do anything. I mean, you can't lose your quarterback here in the season no, and expect to beat so. beat really good teams. So yeah, that State for did it once. Them. You go back in time. Yeah, but this Florida State team already seems like they were like. Shaky, laying it close and shaky, and I just well, and there's they got no. Two, I mean, they, yeah, they got two tough games. I don't care if Florida sucks; they're still playing them, and you know it's a big rivalry yeah. game. Although Florida's quarterbacks out too, so okay, I mean, I'm, I like Florida State might be a underdog in the ACC championship now. I would yeah, say, yeah, I agree. They might. I, be. I mean, probably depends on how they play against Florida. If they yeah, show that, that's they're, true. They can move and do everything they need to. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's jump right into the good, bad, and ugly for this international break, talking about the U.S. Uh, I guess the good is the U.S. won and made it to the, you know, they made it to the Copa America. They're in the semifinals of the Nations League. It wasn't the prettiest thing you've ever seen, but they made one it. Of the, one, of, one of the few goods. <laughs> yeah. It was not. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, and I don't know whether to put the the bad was – I mean, it's almost – it's good that they got there. It's bad the way they did it. And Sergino yeah. Dest is just ugly, just his whole little tantrum, which – I mean, yeah. I wa- I've watched that several times, and what in the heck was he doing? So, I for mean, people who maybe haven't, haven't seen it, basically <sighs> – Second leg against Trinidad. We won the first game 3-0. Yeah, We're up 1-0. In, in Trinidad. Up 1-0 in the second game. So, but yeah, it's still he had first an assist. Half. He had a nice assist. Yeah, Great he did. cross. Basically, first half, a ball he has that he kind of takes out of the air that looks like it was still in, and they called out of bounds. And for whatever reason, well, it, started it set him it, off. It started earlier when he thought he was fouled. He was, he thought he was yeah, fouled yeah. about a minute before. This is about the thirty eighth minute. He thought he was fouled. He didn't get the call. He was ticked about that. US gets the ball back. They pass in the ball. And it's hard to tell. The ball may have been out. It was close, close. enough. It's really think. close. But he just let you know, I think he was still it mad set about him off. the other call. Yeah, because he pointed down at the official at the other end who hadn't called the foul. And then he just loses his mind. I mean, he just picks the ball up and kicks it into the stands, which you which knew is an automatic yellow. yellow. Yeah, you knew that was an automatic yellow. He was going to get that. And then he just, like, he went after the referee for giving him a yellow there. Said, and I mean, his t- choice words. Teammates were trying to hold him back and stop him, and he like he probably could have if he'd stopped after the first kind of outburst. Honestly, he probably wouldn't have gotten another yellow. Oh, and then as players tried to hold him back, it. he just kept going. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, you had I think Gio, all the players. You had Gio trying to stop him, which, you know, Gio is the the ultimate whiner when he gets fouled or he doesn't get the call. And so it's kind of funny to see him, but Tim Ream was over there. And then the worst thing, if you saw the yeah. thing when he was finally trying to go off the field, still yelling the whole time. And he and he and uh, Matt Turner had some choice yeah. words, and, and Turner's just literally pushing him off the field, telling him to get out of there. It's a good thing we didn't end up blowing the game. Yeah, but luckily by at that point we're up four on aggregate. Yeah, so uh, it was, you know, it was not it, the end of the was, world, it, but it, it was, was. Yeah, it was not the end of the world. He is out for the semifinals because of the red card. You know? And that, I mean, you know, that, that'll that hurt us. Um, What's nine? Scally's I mean, good and a good replacement. I, I would so it's love not to hear his explanation. Terrible, and, you know, he apologized I, real quick. Yeah, he did. It's almost the kind of thing where, like, that was clearly not what was he was. He was already mad. Like, that well, clearly you are was one, not the You're thing. wondering, okay, what's going on in the background? Or what's, what right. else was happening that maybe we don't know about? 
yeah, uh, where definitely. Somebody, somebody said something. It's not, but it was like it was so. You know, it's funny listening to the podcast, and most everybody I've heard, and these are guys that have you know played a long time. They're like, never seen anything like that. <laughs> Those two yellow cards what? for that kind of thing for a nothing thing is what it was about. It's almost like. It is one of those things where, like, a player just, like, loses his head and it's not really explainable. It's almost like a Zidane type of crazy reaction for no yeah. reason kind of moment. Um, obviously, that one was a much bigger scenario. Yeah, and later we found, yeah, that was probably even and probably even significantly dumber. If this was dumb, that was, you know, cataclysmically stupid. Um, but, um, yeah, it was it was bizarre. Um, and. I, you know, they're like, it was really dumb. I mean, he, he, I'm sure he got more of an earful afterward and he deservedly so. And that's something that you can't ever let happen again. Um, but there's some people out there that are with some, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Out there. Like he should not be able to play for the U S like get him off the team. I'm like, okay. Yeah, he that's, like that's made ridiculous. a dumb mistake. He made well, a dumb mistake. But how about it's this? Like, he goes into the record, but he is the first U S player to ever get two reds in the same year just actually insane we're not playing dirty enough I no mean, i mean you don't play on. you don't play that many games in a year yeah i know but still and they get two yeah well, they're like, all for dumb stuff I don't, they're I all know. for really it's, dumb it's stuff it's not what you really want on your resume i don't now, think the first one was dumb in the Mexico game, but also like you understood it. Like the Mexico guy kind of started it and he kind yeah. of just retaliated by shoving the guy. But uh, yeah, he um, clearly has some lack of self-control and some discipline issues that um, hopefully he'll grow out of. But well, yeah, enough you, about that. Uh, I agree. Only thing is, it is something that I think will come back to bite him in when we're playing the Copa America. You think those guys aren't going to see that he's sort of fragile, evidently, and yeah. not going to go after him? Yeah. So, we'll have to uh, toughen up. Hopefully, he'll toughen up over the coming months. We'll see. All right, let's talk about the games. Um, well, I never even gave my good, bad, and ugly. How oh, dare you? I forgot. Sorry. Well, we took we took so long on that. Go ahead. You got different. How dare you? Um, my bad is uh, Matt Turner. Um, oh, the really poor goal, game. The first goal, yeah, really was, poor. First goal, well, first goal. Understand? Maybe it was questionable. I played, you know, I played keeper, just obviously at recreational level in that, and you can just see that turf. His foot goes out from under him, and that's no, and he just, you know, he couldn't get his hands up. If the if his foot to go yeah. out, he blocks that easy. The second well, and one, originally, though, I, originally the first one, I thought. I did before I saw him slip. I thought, man, that's a bad mistake. He's got to save yeah. that. Well, it was um, so weird because he never got up, and you're thinking, why are you staying crouched down there like that? And then you realize, yeah, really, the it was really bizarre to see. Um, but the second one was really poor. Um, I know it's hit hard, but it you doesn't gotta, matter. You, you got to save that. Was, you got to save it that. Was terrible. It was. That was. That was. And bad. it's it's just a little concerning because. He's in a pretty bad run of form, I would say, which is unusual for him. Yeah, he's making and, some mistakes. And obviously, he's lost his position at the club level, so he's not playing as regularly. Well, we don't have now anybody comes in and, playing regularly except Gaga. Yeah, I mean, Gaga. So, it is um, just that's a little bit worrying, the goalkeeper depth right now and just where we're at with that. Um, and yeah, so, that was... When your calling card, that. yeah. When your calling card as a keeper is that you're a great shot stopper, and right, both of those goals, I'll give him, I'll give him the first one just because of the slip in the grass, but the second one was just terrible. Yeah, really bad. Um, my ugly is um, just the past three days for U.S. soccer was pretty ugly. We uh. Well, we we did win last Friday or Thursday against Trinidad, but then wasn't a good performance. And then we lost that uh, Saturday to France, the U-17s, 3-0 in the World Cup. Yeah, we did make it bad. the knockout stage. Then, then they lose this morning to Germany, which I believe they did play 
pretty well. They lost three two. Gave up yeah. a really late goal. Yeah. And but so competitive, but a loss. U twenty threes lost today to Morocco. Um and then um we lose last night's Trent Ensbeg on the men's side. So, you know, just a, a poor couple days for the program overall. Um, and, you know, it, these are all the only ones that are real. Well, Obviously, the U23s guess, are friendlies. Yeah, the U17s, you're going against France, who seems to be the, have the deepest yeah. pool of players. No, the U17s were the probably world. the brightest. The U-17s were probably the brightest over the yeah, past week, played, I would say. they played of, Germany strong, so I can't really complain they about did, that. They did. And I would say the U-23s missing really some key players. Uh, guys oh, who definitely. Will, this isn't the final U-23 no, roster. No, no. Yeah, I mean, they were friendly, so. But still. Yeah, I know. And then, But the, U, the U-17s, also the France game, they heavily rotated, like, everyone on the team. Yeah, so it was, did. like, a they weird. Did. But. And then last night, obviously, a just not great performance. Um, and then my what? good um, – oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, go ahead. Get your good out My good – I would say that, um, you know, we clearly have our winger issues. That could have been um, my bad is our lack of depth at the winger spot. But I was going to say my good would be that I thought Geo and Weston were both really good when they were both on the field. Um, I thought pretty much the game all control went out the window when Gio went off the field in that second half last night. Um, and yeah. then are we talking about the second game first? Yeah, the second game. And then Weston was, I thought the best player on the field in the first game. Um, and so the two of them, you clearly see when they're not on the field control of a game really begins to fade for us. Um, and so I think those two you're starting to see are really key in kind of controlling the tempo. And and Musa, I thought, was good in the first half last night. Once Gio went off, it well, also first, got tougher yeah, for him. The, the second game, we won't say a whole lot about it just because it's a – once that red card happens, it's a throwaway. Um, you know, you won, you got out of there, you hated losing – First 20, 25 minutes, the U.S. looked really good. I mean, they yeah. did. They, they were they were aggressive. They were fighting for balls. They actually looked better the first 25 minutes there than they did almost the whole first game they played in the U.S. Uh, I thought right. it was interesting that, you know, he started Pepe and Balogun together. Yeah, it's – I mean, it's kind of – it's a bummer because we don't really probably have a good sample Yep. because the game's kind of ruined and it's one of the first times you roll out two strikers. So it's kind of like, well, Dest ruined that entire observation. Yeah, he really uh, did. And you could say that you saw Burhalter was sort of ticked because he talked about it. He said, hey, we had subs that we wanted to look at in the second half and all of that went out the window. I did think Burhalter's subs were kind of poor. In that game, for, yeah, I was for, confused for, for why the he did that. Of the game, I don't know why he did that either. And I think if there's any criticism, I think it's his subs, who he brought in. Yeah, that's it. I mean, Scally, that's what I would criticize. I, I, I do understand Scally, and I understand now, Scally's fine. And somebody and Gio, I, I don't understand. Gio I don't understand why that Gio was probably going to play a half anyway. That's the only thing I can be. I can rationalize it with because. Leaving both strikers on when you go down a man and taking off yep. your players controlled the game the entire time is is a bit of a head scratcher without bringing in another midfield. Like, why not take off if you're gonna take off Geo, bring in a like for like in the midfield yep. in Tillman, and then take off one of the strikers for someone else in the midfield to get control. I, I don't really understood why Geo was the sacrifice and you leave both strikers on if you're going to take him off. I don't get that rationale. Yeah, I don't either. I don't I don't get that either. Um, I just thought we gave up control of the game when we did that. Any chance we had of we controlling did. the tempo once we went down a man. Well, and not only that, that he you know obviously brought in sub-second half, which again, I thought some of those were weird. And... You know, he took so long, I think. I mean, they did not get really a hold on, you know, the game. They were down 10 men, and but it was sort of chaotic there. I mean, very yeah, it much was chaos. Trinidad was up on the front foot until, you know, maybe last 15 minutes of the game. 
Well, and I think what you saw was when we took off a striker and brought in Tillman, we kind of killed the game off. That was yep. when it changed. Yeah, you got to have we somebody that can back. handle the, You got to have somebody that can handle the ball well. And so that was, I thought he, if he did that at the half, I think that half isn't as chaotic as it was. I think it's a little more calm and you're maybe not stressed at any point. Yep. I agree. But um, maybe want to talk about that first game for a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's do talk about that first game. You know, um, I, think I can it, roll through the line. I'll give you the lineup real quick. Okay, which was kind of a surprise. Yeah, um, it was uh, Dest, CCV, uh, Turner, and Gold for both. Um, Ream, Anthony Robinson, um, and then in your midfield, well, yeah, in your midfield you had Musa, Weston, Geo, and then a front. Three of Tillman, um, Balogun, and uh, Paredes. What do you think of that? Um, I think that Tillman's just better in the middle of the field. I think he didn't find the ball super well. Yeah, when he was playing kind of in that front, his best spot is also probably Geo's best spot. Yeah, so and I think there's a way you can figure it out, but it didn't work like that. I don't know if it'll work in a four three three. Um, and then uh, I I like Paredes as a prospect. I thought he was probably the weakest starter on the field in that game. He did look. Um, he looked out of his element. Yeah, and and that's okay. I'm not he. If there's someone I'm not going to ding for coming in and you know first really start for the U.S., kind of figuring it out. It's, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I think it was kind of interesting, though, that he decided to start both of those in that game. That, To be honest, that looks more like something you might use to start in the second game if you were up big after the first game. Not well, it's funny because I think that was the lineup that I said the day yeah, before know, when we I recorded know. the other day. Because yeah, it was I, what I wanted to see, but it was a little bit surprising. I'm surprised we didn't see Aronson in there. That was probably I would have I would have probably had Aronson in there instead of Paredes. Yeah, which in hindsight he also wasn't very good in the second game. <laughs> so um, yeah, it uh, I don't know if it would have made a huge difference, but um, I thought he was Brendan. I thought was much better in his cameo in the first game than when he started the second game. Yeah. I thought he actually did some good stuff in that first game. I thought he looked just overmatched physically in the second game. He kind of got ragdolled around for that well, first 40 minutes. That's it I, was, I think that's pretty typical though what you see. That you see that in yeah. you saw yeah, that you know, you saw it at the ends of his time in Leeds. I think you see it sometime in the Bundesliga that he can be out-muscled and he's not real strong at all. It was it was pretty and it was pretty obvious in that Trinidad. They were trying to obviously sit deeper and physical and yeah. you know, he didn't look he didn't look up to it. Do you you know, I know the US and you know, they ended up winning the game and you know at the at the end of the game and you know, part of that is when they brought in Aronson and brought in Pepe and you know, your advantage there is you know, you're. It's the end of the game. You got to figure Trinidad's got to be tired, and then they're playing defense all night long. But you always hear, and and it's probably true, that you know the hardest thing to do is to break down a low block like that. And there's not, you can't. There's not a lot of great teams that can do that. No. And 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 so sort of the criticism against the U.S. is, you know, yeah, you dominated that, but you couldn't score until the end. And that. I don't there's a lot of teams that, you know, when you've got a team, and especially after the after they got the red card, I mean, they're basically playing, you know, they're playing a 5-4-1, and those guys are just, I mean, there's almost nowhere to go with the ball. Yeah, I um, I don't disagree. I think it was – there was times where we weren't sharp enough in that final third. I, I think you saw that from like got, Paredes. He we just got to have better he passes. It's tip. It's almost well, the same answer we have all the time. It's that last pass that we any 
anything creative that came there was pretty much exclusively Geo and yep. sometimes Weston. That was really the only two who were doing anything that was creating good opportunities. You weren't getting much from your wingers. Balogun kind of was a little bit invisible, and you, we know that's not Musa's strong suit yet up there. And so it was really Geo and Weston. Not good. Yeah, no. He looked, and I, th- I wonder if that's just that co- not having that combination with Weya that he normally has, who he's real comfortable playing off of. True. Um, but I thought, I mean, if anything, I saw it would have been, I think, a lot bleaker these two games if you didn't have Geo because you just would not have had someone to create in a against a low block. He was the one person who kind of could creative little chip passes. Little passes kind of misdirect to slide people in. He had a couple where he just kind of would lift it over someone's head in behind. And it was like, I mean, I think Tillman can do that, but we haven't really seen him do it for the national team. And I think that um, that's just an area when it comes to breaking people down, we're still – we are not exactly clinical in that regard. Well, granted, there's a lot of teams in the world that don't do that. No. And when you're no, but playing, I think playing Concacaf, we got to figure that out. Yeah, you don't have your yeah, because that is going to happen. But when you don't have your starters, and that is where you would, I think you would have seen with Way and Pulisic the ability to take right. people on to create, you know, more havoc within the box that you get people moving, and you didn't. Yeah, see I think that. we the winger depth. I think is a bit of a question right now. Because I really like the- Tillman as a, I really like Tillman as a player, but I'm not sure he's a winger or as good as a, as effective as a winger. Yeah, and Geo can play there, but he's probably a little too valuable in the midfield right now. The I mean, maybe you could play Tillman in the midfield, Geo wide, but I still don't know if you want to sacrifice Geo. Um, and so, and I just Paredes isn't there yet. Brendan, we kind of saw he's. Brendan seems like he hasn't really gone to the next level in about three years. He seems pretty much the same player he was. And we didn't see Zendejas really, so that, but I mean, he hadn't showed it at the first team level. So it's it's, it's a bit worrying. Behind Pulisic and Wea, it seems to be, um, you know, not a lot of, uh, a huge drop off, let me say. Well, it is, and that's kind of crazy because we used to – one of the things we talked about was it seemed like we had an yeah. embarrassment of riches at Winger, and all of a sudden maybe those are sort of, you know, paper tigers there. Um, yeah. That's where Kaliosha would really look nice. Um, well, because I do think he would be a clear third behind those front yes, two, it seems. Like, I wasn't sure at the beginning of the year, but the more I've watched the season, it feels like he would be an obvious – next guy behind those two like I feel like the gap's getting where he's would fit right in there behind them too so in looking at it and you know ultimately we end up we end up scoring three goals at the end of the game uh yeah Pepe comes in and gets another goal uh he's sort keeps, of super keeps doing sub. that yep yeah um you've got uh Jedi got goals and he got goals one goal in each game and then yeah, he's a he's my underrated guy of the just of the window. Uh, he just I think he gets there's people on social media and stuff that he's not technically good enough, you know, stuff. But he just really good defender. He's developed into he 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 works his butt off like yeah. up and down the field every game. He just is super reliable. He's always healthy. He's chips in with goals and assists. I, he's just. He's just become one of those guys who's so reliable. You know you can mark him off. You don't have to worry about it on your team sheet, and he's going to put in a good shift pretty much every game. I can't think of the last time he I looked and was like, Robinson was just terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. That you don't see it from him. He does. He has a few. He has some things, and, you know, each game had a couple of giveaways in bad Oh, for spots. sure. But oh, definitely. I agree. I think, he's, I think he's a guaranteed you ride him in for every game that he's healthy. 100%. Um. What I mean, who do you see? And you probably you probably more familiar with some of the younger guys that we have coming up. You know, obviously now not talking about next year for you know Copa America. I think we, 
I, I don't know that I can really see anybody that's sort of in the background now that's going to come on the scene in such a big way that would make a difference. Um, unless you get someone like a Kuliosha who decided to, you know, to make a yeah. switch. Uh, I don't think there's more than three people who are three or four who haven't been in the mix that would be. What do you, okay, let's look longer. Let's look at 2026. Who do you say, who are the players that you would like to see that, you know, whether you start bringing them in next year, incorporating them in some of the younger guys, uh, or even, you know, thinking more 2026, who are some of the guys you think that can fill some of those positions, attacking positions? I mean, are we talking the attacking part of the field? Yeah, I think going in your your midfield and your wingers. I think your strikers. I think I think you're pretty good. You got Balogun and Pepe there. I would say Josh center Sargent, back is where you're does. most worried. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it, you couldn't tell anything about center backs from this in this thing because they didn't do a whole lot. We didn't think CCV was great in that second game. The first goal, I thought he was a little bit at uh, fault for. Well, he just got muscled off by that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's kind of got well, beat up by him, which is like the one thing you would be like. It, he should be like, if CCV's out there, no one should be able to push big. him off the ball. I agree. Because he's um, not he's not as quick as Miles or Richards. Yeah. So I'm like, if you he should be able to hold up against the guy, and he just kind of lost out there. Which I mean, I'm not. He's still in the mix, but I thought. He didn't, he wasn't necessarily great. But I guess what I'm looking at is you're looking that we were, it was lucky we were playing Trinidad and Tobago. Because, I mean, against somebody else without Polisic, without Wea, we'd have been vulnerable. Definitely. So, who would you see? I mean, who do you see that can maybe be, you know, backups there that would be. Oh, actually, and, and the wingers? Yeah. I mean, I think. Koyosha is the obvious one that's been mentioned many a time. Yeah, and I think we're still, yeah, we're still on the recruiting front um, for that one. And so, I I mean, I Paredes of the group is the one he's still really young. He is young, and so so he's got he's got the potential to. Um, Yeah, that he would be he would be my that like. Yeah, he's just breaking through. Like he's just kind of getting his push, and I think that he would be the, the one that I would say, um, you know, will continue to hopefully push forward into the upper echelon. I mean, the people that you're looking younger than that, like Paxton, is one of those ones in that age range and position wise yep. that's just kind of getting to a first team level. He obviously didn't get any minutes. Um, but he, you know, at the U20 World Cup was, or not the U20 World Cup, at qualifying, because he didn't actually play in the World Cup. He um, he was great in qualifying, probably their best player. Um, and so that was, you know, he's very, was goal dangerous there. Um, and so I think that he's someone you're still looking for. I mean, people really love, um, um, what's his name? Oh, I love uh, him too. You know, for uh, Salt Lake, uh, Luna, Diego, Diego, Diego Luna. Luna. Yeah, um, he's he's my guy because he's vertically challenged like I am. And he's real just uh, creative slash takes people on pretty aggressively. Yeah. Um, you know, but he's he's a good MLS player, but I think he's still a, a little bit away from yeah. getting into he? that what battle is- for – uh, I mean, he played at that U twenty World Cup last year, so he's he's is he just twenty twenty one twenty Yeah, I think he just turned twenty, maybe. So he's in the mix there, but I mean, I, I would say Paredes, Colyosho are probably the two that I would put my money on. If you were going to have two that would be right behind those two, it would be them. Yeah. All right. Center back, I think, is bigger question um, because Richards didn't get any time, and he's been. Halter's guy and Reem is 36 and so I mean I think Trusty is probably the guy you would think that would push into that 
Um, I think Trusty, I think Miles, if he goes to Europe, which he, there are teams yeah. looking at him, and there's a good chance. And so, and that's obviously that's that still a big there. big question. You know, you got to go somewhere, you got to settle yeah. in. He needs to be playing. So all those things. Richards hopefully gets a move in January. That could be huge for kicking his career off again. I still really believe in his profile as a player. Um, if he can get a move and get playing time, I I think he would be the guy probably still going into Copa America if I had to put my money on it, if he can get playing time. Yeah. And I don't but, think that when you look down lower ranks, there really are now, any dynamic young center backs that you well, mind. No, and I think it's partly because um, – you know, sometimes center backs develop a little later. Well, you so think about, that's yeah, everybody, not, everybody we've talked about is relatively young. You know, I mean, yeah, they're, they're yeah. under, they're twenty five and under. And center back, right. you look at Reem. Reem's arguably had his best three four year period ever in his mid thirties. He's what thirty seven. So yeah, there is something to say about but yeah. experience and, and and really knowing what you're doing and positioning and if everything you're throwing else. out if you're throwing out young guys, Jalen Neal got playing that Gold Cup. He plays for the Galaxy. He was on that U twenty World Cup team. He um, is a young guy who performed well in the Gold Cup for us, and people are high on him. But I mean, he's still you know not at the level of being a in the mix for being a starter for us so I think um I think mostly you're gonna see a roster of it you know 80 percent of what you just saw and it's I gonna be you know get the guys yeah get now, the guys uh, back who, who are healthy the injured guys and that's, who, that's who we yeah, need to get yeah. back. we're a different team if they're all healthy we're oh, 100 we're different I put together a team plus of it, plus it gives us depth because I um no, definitely. I put together a team of our injured players. Um, it would have been a or a team, uh, not a team of injured players, a team of guys unavailable for selection, and they might have beaten our main team. To be honest, um, <laughs> who was on? The it list? was what you have. My starting eleven of people not available was Stefan and Goal. Uh, my back four, my back four was where I'm a little questionable. Um, but it was Bello, John Anthony Brooks, Austin Trusty. Reggie Cannon, and yeah, then yeah. my midfield was a- Adams, McKinney, Cardoso, and then Pulisic, Sargent, way up. So we uh, it'd be a pretty good team. In, yeah, they would be. They're solid. Yeah. They would definitely not give up goals because that midfield would just win every ball. Yeah, the McKinney, Adams, Cardoso midfield. It'd be really defensive, but yeah. uh, you have to you'd have to play McKinney as like a ten. But yeah. um, he'd do it. Which he could do. He could do it. I mean, fully could do it. So I think they'd be hard to beat. Um, but yeah, so it, um, you know, I think we'll look a lot different. We're healthy. But I would still say disappointing window, yeah, if I have I don't to be think, honest. Yeah, we didn't. You know, I guess if people were looking to see, you know, we dominate, we dominated them in the first game. We just didn't score until the very end. Um, it's not like we were ever in any danger. The second game was a total dest sort of threw that into the, you know, a category of, okay, you've screwed that up, dest. There was a, like, there was a, like, when we were getting, like, the 80th minute, that first game, I was like, are we really about to draw in this home leg? Can you imagine if if we had drawn nil-nil and then going He might have been fired after the game. Yeah, he might have (laughs) been. No, because he still had a chance to make it the Copa America, but still. No, I know, I know, I know. But uh, I mean, all right. Any anything coming up this weekend on American? Yeah, we can know, go through. Only some... thing I'm looking for is Liverpool, Man City, and there are no. Yeah, well, I'll go through some of the that. the Americans. I'll go through some of the American games. Um, okay. Friday at three, PSG Monaco, three p.m. on uh, BN Sport. So a big one, big one for Monaco and PSG. That'll be 
That'll be one to tune into, no question. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not I'm obviously not gonna mention every game this week. I'll just highlight a few. You, I'll tweet out the schedule, and people can find the games they want to follow. Um, on Saturday, like you said, um, we have Liverpool, Manchester City at 7:30 a.m. No Americans, Eastern but a big. Time. If you're out yeah, west, but it's we have 4:30 in the morning. But I mean, you got to get up for that one. I mean, yeah, it's, I would. I mean, come I would. on. Um, and then you got your mix of uh, Burnley's at ten. You got um, Sheffield at ten as well. Um, Dortmund nine thirty against Munchen Gladbach. So you get the Scally P Fox. Well, P Fox out. Scally yeah. Geo. Um, um, and. Lots more going on the rest of the day. Um, see if Sunday we got anything good. Um, but I will tweet once again all of these out that probably tomorrow because I will not want to do it on Thanksgiving. Um, and then, um, yeah, you can follow whatever games you like. Fulham is on Monday, so Fulham Wolves. You get Anthony and Tim. At uh, 3 p.m. on uh, on Monday afternoon. Let me see when Milan plays. Yeah, I'm not sure when they do. I saw that. Not Monday. No. Uh, Milan is on Saturday. Um, who knows? If Pulisic was training, I would be... I mean, maybe he will. I don't know. He, he like, trained and then trained, like, just, like, uh, alone for a little bit. Gotcha. So, I don't know. Sometimes that means they're not ready to play yet. Sometimes they might. Just depends. They could be in trouble. Yeah, they might might have to play him. Yeah, you have no Drew. I don't know about Leal. I've not heard anything on him, his fitness or anything. But if they don't have all three of those. They are um, screwed. Um, (laughs) Musa will, I'm sure, start um, 245 against Fiorentina. So it's a tough one, too. So they're going to. Maybe they might possibly might have to play. Um, they might be in trouble, but um, man, that's uh, that's uh, the wrap for uh, games this weekend. Yeah. All right. What you got? Anything else from you? No. Uh, only thing I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to the Liverpool game. I know there's no Americans, but. That's really the game. That's the game of the weekend. Top two teams in the Premier League. Um, yeah, that's fair. So we will see what's going on with that. And then obviously it's a big college football weekend. Ah, uh, yes. Final weekend true. before conference championships. So. Yeah, the classic Georgia, Georgia Tech. Great game. Ought to be closer this year. Should it? Yeah, obviously the biggest is Ohio State, Michigan. Should Georgia, Georgia Tech be closer this year? I'm not so sure. Yeah, Tech's been Tech's been better. I mean, averaging 31 points a game oh, this def- year. So. Oh, definitely. I'm not sure that means it's going to be better. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah it could easily um, be a Mississippi or something like Georgia, Mississippi. Um. All right. What we're going to do today is – um. <laughs> yeah, what are we going to do? You know – well, uh, we're going to go through, and you're going to try and guess what some of the other uh, continents qualifying, who is where in their qualifying. <laughs> um, oh, let's yeah. see how much you've been paying. Let's I'm see about, how much you've been paying attention. I'll tell you zero. Gosh. Okay. I mean, well, you got to be you got to be heads up for uh, really? <laughs> everything going on in the world. I mean, okay. I don't know some what you. I don't us, know what you want from me. Some of us work for a living, other than doing a soccer podcast. Okay, I mean, ahead. I do too. I do too. I have time for no. both. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's because. Yeah, I won't tell on you what you're doing at work. Go ahead. I mean, all right. Who is in first in South America World Cup qualifying? They're on 15 points from six games. That five be, wins, one loss. That would be Argentina. Argentina on top. Uruguay Alrighty. is uh, in second. 
Look at you, 13 points. Are you looking this up right now? No, I'm just going. I just, I, I did, I, I was looking at this. The surprise is Brazil's like down in fourth or fifth, maybe. All right. Well, we'll get there in a second. I think Colombia's um, third. Colombia's third. You're on fire. All right. This now, is it. That's four, it. I'll just, I'll give you this four through seven in no particular order is Paraguay, Ecuador. Venezuela and Brazil. Can you order those from fourth to seventh? Paraguay, Ecuador, Venezuela, Brazil. Let's go Ecuador, Brazil, Paraguay, Venezuela. Um, no, you just you butchered it. Um, <laughs> Venezuela is in fourth, nine points. Wow, which is which is. Awesome for them. I'm, I don't remember the last time they were in a World Cup. Um, Ecuador is in fifth on eight points. Brazil in seventh or on, I, in sixth on seven points. Uh, Paraguay in seventh on five. Um, so it's real tight in there with Colombia, Uruguay, Argentina kind of clear leaders right now in the groups. Um, all right. Last thing. We're going to go to Europe. And let's see if you can name the – wow, there's so many groups in Europe. I forget. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Can you name the ten teams that uh, – I'm not sure if it's – it should be over. Like today should have been the last day. So these are should be the teams that all won their group. Um, ten oh. teams that won their group. Well, just start guessing. Okay. Um... England, did they win their group? England did win their group. It was uh, a tough group. I will give away no spoilers till the end, but uh, um, they Italy, did on Italy 20 points. Their, was Italy in their group? Italy, Italy second in their group, yeah. and they just nudged ahead of Ukraine on goal difference. Yeah, I saw that. Um, they had a 0-0 zero, zero nail-biter the other day. Italy and Ukraine. Very okay. tense, apparently. Pick, so you got one of 10. I'll pick France. France, they won their group with 22 points. The Netherlands came second with 18. Uh, You've gotten group B and C. You're two for 10. You're on fire. On fire. Uh, Portugal. Uh, Portugal, group J, all the way down there. Somehow Portugal always has a terrible group. I mean, every time they're playing like Liechtenstein and Luxembourg, they did win their group on 30 points. Okay. Oh, never mind. It hasn't finished some of these because some of these How groups have played 10 matches. Some have played eight. I don't really know why. Like the first, five, the first like five groups have only played eight matches. Gotcha. But the rest have all played... 10. I don't really get it. Portugal has won their group, though. Slovakia was second. 22 okay. points. I mean, what a terrible group. Portugal, Slovakia, Luxembourg, Iceland, Bosnia, Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein, just Power for teams. your... Liechtenstein, 10 matches played, 0 points, 28 goals against, 1 goal for. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. That is yeah, it's worse than San. It's worse than San Marino. Okay, who's like historically always like known as like the worst team in the world. Um, oh, I've got a. Oh, wait. Sorry, as you're thinking about your next guess, this one's epic. Gibraltar. They were in France's group so far. The group's not over, so it can no one get better for them. They have zero points from eight games. Zero goals for forty-one goals against. Do they play with a keeper? They did play France the other day, and they lost like thirteen to zero. Yeah, I saw that. France like set the record for yeah a UEFA game. All right, you've gotten three. Get the guesses rolling. Think of some powerhouses. Yeah, Spain. Spain did top their group, a really competitive group. Um, all things considered, Scotland finished second on seventeen. Spain with twenty one. 
Norway on 11. I guess I keep saying finish. The group's not over. Um, there's two matches left. But uh, so Norway's on 11. Norway is pretty much out at this point. It's probably going to be Spain and Scotland. Okay. Scott Mc, Stop, Scott McTominay, Scotland's leading goal scorer. Yeah, that I know. I've heard that. Uh, and reborn. Yeah, I mean, what's I, I don't know. Is Germany done? Okay, I'll anything? give you. I'll give. You, I'll give you some of the other. Gr- still in their tail. I'll slide. give you some of the other groups, and you guess. I get Germany. How about that? Well, I'm going to give you the groups. Okay, give me the groups. Playing by the rules. Sorry. My goodness. You're making them up. Germany's Germany's the host, so uh, they are not qualified. Oh, okay. So we're talking Euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Europe has not started World Cup qualifying. Only South America. Gotcha. Um, All right, Group D is Turkey, Armenia, Latvia, Wales and Croatia. Ooh. A pretty tight group, all things considered. Wales was actually playing tonight. Yeah. Uh, let's say Turkey. Turkey did top the group by one point. Yeah. Who do you think was second? Uh, Croatia. There you go. Turkey, 17. Croatia, 16. Wales, 12. All right. Group E, good luck on this one. Good luck on Group E. This is where you go astray. Uh, Moldova, Poland, Czech Republic, Albania, Faroe Islands. (laughs) Uh, Poland. Poland, third. Ooh. And uh, that's really poor from them. That's pretty. Tell, don't tell me the not Faroe a Islands group. have won the group or something. No, Faroe Islands is in last okay. with two points. Uh, let's go uh, Czech Republic. They are even on points, but they're actually second in the group on goal difference. Oh, wow. Albania topped the group right now. So okay. them and Czech are both on 15 points. All right. Interesting. Uh, group F. Belgium, Austria, Sweden, Estonia, Azerbaijan. I don't know. You would hope Belgium would be in the top two at least. They did top the group with 20 points. Um, The other four teams were... Azerbaijan, Sweden, Austria, Estonia. Who do you think was second? Uh, let's go Sweden. Sweden's actually third. A good nine points behind Austria in second. Austria? Yeah. I don't even know anybody so, who plays for Austria. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Uh, You know people. David Auerbach. Okay. Golly, yeah, I forgot. And, um. All right, Group G is Hungary, Serbia, Lithuania, Bulgaria, and Montenegro. I mean, this is like the the just the Eastern or the Eastern European group: Serbia, Montenegro, Lithuania, Bulgaria, and Hungary. It's the Black Sea group. Um, I was about to say they are not crossing the middle of the. I mean, they are staying on the east. Bulgaria. Uh, last. <laughs> I was going from the bottom up. You should know who first was. Say that again. Who else is in there? You should. Lithuania, Montenegro, Hungary, and Serbia. How about Hungary? Hungary topped the group. They're pretty good. So, I mean, Dominic Shabazlai. I mean, they're they're obviously. Oh, that's true. He scored scored two goals real quick the other day. Hungary was a power back in the 50s. Well, they're good again. Um, second is Serbia, 14 points. I would have guessed that. And then we have two groups left, and then we can get off this show. Okay. But this is too fun. What I mean, the, what are the last two groups? Yeah, well, it's, it's our a, round. It's information. It's our roundup. Group H Northern Ireland, Kazakhstan, Finland, Denmark. Slovenia, San Marino. 
It's a really bad group. Denmark. Denmark did top the group, but tied with another team. They're on 22 points. Tied with, how about Finland? No, Finland's third on 18. That was close. I don't know. Who then? Slovenia tied ah, on 22 points. Denmark. My tongue. Yeah. Um, Who's our last group? Our last group. Also a very interesting group. Um, what do you have to finish? Do you have to in finish in the top two of the group or what? Yeah. In hindsight, the group B and C are absolutely stacked. Group B is absurd. It was Gibraltar, which clearly oh, yeah. you can see since they haven't scored and they've given up 41 goals, you can tell their group is obvious. Their group is amazing. It's Ireland, Greece, Netherlands, France. Wow. Compared to all these groups, that is so much better. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then Group C had England, Italy, Ukraine, North Macedonia, who have all been pretty good as yeah. of late. Uh, well, so, North Macedonia is and the one then, who's knocked Italy out in yeah previous time. They're not going to make it. There's not going to make it to this one. Um, and then our last one, Group I, you have uh, Andorra, Belarus, Kosovo, Israel, Romania. Switzerland. It's a weird group. I'll go Switzerland top in the group. Switzerland second on 17 points. Really? That's kind of a shock. Yeah, them out of that yeah, group. Yeah, this is a shocking from this group. Uh Belarus. Belarus was fourth on 12 points. Well, who's okay, who's leading the who's who's leading that group? Romania, 22 points. I don't remember seeing Romania play in a soccer game. And, I don't either. I mean, uh, I mean, I can't think of a time. Yeah, and the Swiss Israel have been fairly successful. Is Israel so close? Two points behind Switzerland, ended in third. Ah, uh, is that so? A, is that a very weird. Over? Yeah, the last three groups are all done. They've been played ten games, so. Portugal, Slovakia, Romania, Switzerland, Denmark, Slovenia are all definitely through. Okay. Most groups are pretty much done. Um, like Albania and Czech Republic are both through. Belgium and Austria are both through. Hungary's through. Serbia is most is pretty much through. Uh, Turkey and Croatia are through. England. In Italy, I believe, are through. Yeah, so pretty much it's done. France, Netherlands, Spain, Scotland. Hmm. So. Well, that's good. Say the biggest miss, Ukraine, probably the biggest miss. Yeah, that's sort of maybe, sad for Maybe them. Greece, Norway, because they've just got, you know, Holland and, um, what's his, what's his name? I don't know. Who Odegaard. Uh, yeah, they don't have much. That's really sad. He's somebody who ne may never make a World Cup, Holland. I mean, the fact that you have maybe the best number 10 and best striker in the world and you can't play in any tournament is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. Well, that's good. That's Am good I, like, enough. Go ahead. They have, two, they have two players who are better than anyone on our team, but yep. they're just the rest of their team is just terrible. Could try, maybe, they, maybe they can make a switch. Is yeah, there you any think connection Odegaard and Holland, Holland are in the US? Cap tied? Uh, not so sure. Yeah, I'm not. Maybe. Oh man. What oh, you know say? what's crazy? I flipped off five minutes ago because Mexico. It was like the 95th minute. In the hundredth minute, Mexico is still only one out. They scored in the hundred first minute to make it two out to go to extra time. Oh wow. After nine minutes of stoppage time, why they're in the hunt? other team is mad that Guatemala. Well, yeah, there was nine stick. minutes of. Also, there Honduras. There's Honduras. nine minutes of stoppage time, and they're in the hundred first minute, and Mexico just scored. Yeah, how I does mean, that happen? Seems a little fishy. Somebody's got paid. Seems a little fishy. Yes, it does. All right. Uh, fun fact: the opening game of Copa America will be played where? Atlanta. Mercedes right? Benz, yes. At we'll the see. Benz. So you gotta you gotta think we uh are doing our best to be there. Yes, yes, we are. 
And the final will be played in Miami. And they have not that. announced. You got to think Messi. They have not announced think, any other stadiums that they'll even be playing in yet, which is kind of crazy. You got to think. You got to think. Uh, Messi had some influence on that. Yeah, on the final being in Miami. Yeah, I mean, surely, right? Yeah. All right. On that, uh, we will say goodnight, and we wish everybody a great Thanksgiving. Uh, if you're traveling over the weekend, we pray that you will be safe and just enjoy your time off and time with family. And uh, we will catch you next week on Americans Abroad. Until then, uh, go USA. Yeah.